or not so oh, much. Oh, yeah, that one was pretty bad. I'm Ooh. glad they did the rewrites on that. Mm-hmm. First season, Michael was really, really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. just like pretty racist and like bigoted <laughs> like he, <laughs> to say the listen, least he's just an imbecile that's yeah, really all yeah. he is no there's no hatred in that right. man's heart he was just kind of dumb he thought mm, he thought okay. fucking stanley on his basketball team was gonna be like a yeah. hidden gem and he was like stanley's like bouncing like this he's yeah. like oh come on what is that <laughs> when he said um colored greens Oh my oh, god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that's I mean, that's just, you that know. That is a sheltered. Man. You not being uh, in the know yeah. and that's just what he thought it was. Pretzel day. It's like Stanley. Stanley. Oh my I god. Love Stanley. That's that is all of us. Boy, have heart. you lost your damn <laughs> mind? I'll help you find it. <laughs> I fucking oh lost my god. it. <laughs> Least favorite characters though. Meredith. Meredith. Oh Meredith. yeah. Meredith is funny. No, you she's know, like, she's, uh, she's gross but funny. Never mind. Hold on. Um Phyllis. Phyllis is just Phyllis? a fucking waste to me. Bro, Andy, Andy Bernard, like when he was yes. first introduced, Dude. I fucking hated him. When he was first him. introduced, yeah, but then he started spitting all those yeah. facts about the sun. Yeah. Shut yeah. up about the sun. <laughs> also, that guy, whatever, hit, what was his Gabe? name? Gabe? Yeah, Gabe Dude. makes me uncomfortable. But he pulled a really good Lady Gaga. He like, did. He yeah, had he did. amazing Lady Gaga meet. There like, were times makeup. that I felt for Gabe, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But overall, I'd say, yeah, either Andy or Gabe are my least. I don't know. I think Lex hit it with Phyllis, I can't stand her. I don't like Phyllis, Stanley, Meredith, Kevin. Not really. He comes yeah. in clutch sometimes. I don't care for Creed. I know everybody fucking. You just loves named Creed. like all the old people. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ageist? Oh my no. goodness. I, lo- I, I like. I love Jan. She like Jan's great. Jan and Angela. I fucking. I Angela. Love them. See, Dwight, I, I. I want to like Angela because I know that like. She is a catalyst in the show. And mm-hmm. I know she's not like that in real life, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, like I can't like she reminds me of somebody in my life. Oh. So I'm just like oh, fucking knowing somebody exactly <laughs> like that. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. makes it harder. <laughs> I have such a crush on Angela. I just I, I, I dig that. <laughs> She's such a fucking mean person. I love <laughs> well, I like her because like I know that she's supposed to be like the antagonist to mm-hmm. like Pam's protagonist position. Right. And the fact that she's like so very outspoken, doesn't hide her demeanor, doesn't care what people think about her until yeah. much later. And then Pam is just like so restricted in her expression. She lets people tell yeah. her what to do and only follows the crowd. And that's problematic because very passive, yeah. Well, she like they portray that she finds strength through Jim. And that in itself is problematic. Yeah. And you don't see that in Angela, which I can appreciate. True. She's very independent, whereas yeah. Pam's not. And she never really outgrows that until she actually forces herself to get into her art right. after she, you know, fails art school. Who's that girl that replaces her that she's from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Aaron. Oh, Aaron. Uh, yeah, That's Aaron. who I had a crush on. Aaron's which, like, cute. She's I like cute. Aaron. Which was never, I just thought it was hilarious. The one episode they used her, like, what was her real name? Lauren was. Oh, um, not Aaron. Was it it's no, it was um, because she had the same name as the other chick, and she's like, "Can I be called something else?" I like <laughs> yeah. Aaron. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. But Kelly, her first name was Kelly. Oh, was it? Mm. Okay. Yeah, because Kelly, um, Kelly from like Human Resources would come and be yeah. like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, Dave," or like, "What was what was that guy's name?" Um, 
Fuck, he came in as oh, a, you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, she's like, Idris you needed Elba, me? You needed right? me? Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, I, I, I was talking about the other Kelly. And that's where they, the <laughs> name switched. Right. Nelly. I fucking love oh, Nelly. You know what? who I love? Robert California. Oh my, dude. I fucking yes. love him. I love that's that actor so much. That is... I love him. <laughs> that's Ultron's voice. Uh, dude, and if you watch Blacklist, so yeah. the other show yes. that he's in, that's same the same character. character. Yeah. I love like, him <laughs> in Blacklist. I don't like him in The Office, oh, if that makes sense. I, I liked him in The Office. When it was airing and I saw that, like, his introduction into, like, the show, I was like, I don't know about this. But then when I got to the uh, episode when there's, when he's going to sell his house. Like, yeah. <laughs> they have, they the have the party and shit. Dude, <laughs> I was like, okay, this guy... I wish he would have been on for longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was really gunning for because like they they had a bunch of um, the yeah the uh, interviews. cameos. So they had like mm. Jim Carrey and yep. Will Ferrell. I'm like, oh my god, Raymond. If, um, what's his nuts? Oh, you're talking about oh, Ray, uh, Romano. Ray Romano. Ray Romano. Yeah. Sorry, no. the mammoth from Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or it's everybody Ray hates from everybody Raymond. loves Raymond. Or everyone. Some loves people Raymond. know things from other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted Jim Every, Carrey. Like I'm supposed to be the Picados. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're going to be wondering where I'm at right now. (laughs) Every other movie, you were like, oh, he's from this. It was like a cartoon. It was like, I saved in Avengers. (laughs) Welcome to the Toon Junkies Podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Chris. And I'm Lex. And today, we're here with Devin from City Sun. How's it going, man? Or should I say City Sun? Because it's just you, right? Yeah. uh, So, on the record... Not like on the record, on the record, but on the records and like songs. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh shit! Were no, we no, to be real? <laughs> no, no. You're good. Bleep, uh, bleep, so like bleep. on the songs and like recorded stuff. Yes, it is just me. Um, Originally, it was a two piece though, right? Yeah, it was. Um, it was a two piece when it started. Um, my best friend Nate and I started it when we were up at school. Uh, we went to Ferris. We actually met there. Um, I had just left a band that i was in here like right before i like got up to school Mm -hmm. and then we were like hey we both play music and we literally hang out every day we like the same kind of music why don't we just start a band and so we started playing covers at house parties and then we wrote our own stuff and Mm -hmm. then we finished and you know moved away um he moved back to bay city and then chicago and then i moved down here actually um so we were like well we can't really be in the same room and that makes it a little bit harder and you know life goes different ways so. mm-hmm. that it does yeah and we both we both love each other and we're you Hell know yeah. I tell good. him every time i talk to him next time we're in the same mm-hmm. city at the same time we're going to do something together so nice. <laughs> well the first question i'd like to ask our guest is uh do you think british people still do the accent when no one's around or oh, man. <laughs> um I want to know if they do it in their head. I'm gonna say if they're talking, if they're, or do they dream in an accent? Yeah, yeah. Think in an accent. I will say. Okay, so myself to do that. I still have dreams in Spanish. I was just about to say that. Like when I was in Costa Rica and I came back, I was still having dreams in Spanish. Yep. Yeah, I have. um, Yeah, sometimes I still have dreams in Spanish. So I like to think yes, but maybe sometimes they're putting on that front and it's not as strong. That idea. Makes me wonder, what do blind people dream about? Because they've never seen oh, anything. I wonder if it's like Daredevil, though. Like They're like bats. So I was thinking that, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> they like, see like waves of like hmm. electric pulses like and would, stuff. Would a 
blind person get offended if I ask them if they see things like Ben Affleck did in Daredevil? Now, because they've like, never seen like who and what? <laughs> <laughs> because they, <yeah. laughs> they, they because they've never seen the movie, I guess that would make it harder. Yeah. I'm I, sorry to anybody that's blind out there. <laughs> I feel okay, so like I feel with our senses of sight, we dream because we see things. They have to rely on their sense of touch and hearing. Um, so I feel like their dreams are going to be heavily reliant on that. But that also puts into question what's the science of dreaming for yeah. people who don't have certain senses. That's a good thought. Listener, if you're blind, <laughs> email us at Come on Junkies Podcast. We don't want to answer now. I wonder, I wonder if it's like, you know, when you... Um, like you feel like you're falling when you're going to sleep. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's like sensations like that. You oh, know God, what I mean? That sounds like, like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just had a dream like that like last week where I was asleep for maybe 20 minutes and then I was like, <laughs> yeah. I felt like I just Those like jolts. choked and like <laughs> fell. It was really crazy. Or you like dream about missing the last step. Oh, dude. That. Yeah, that's bad. Believe it or not, that's not actually the first question we like to ask here. The oh, first God. question we actually like to ask here <laughs> on the Tune Junkies podcast is, what was your first experience with live music? Oh. Yeah, an underground show, a concert, um, a festival, a lot of people say church. It was definitely a concert. Ooh. So I think, if I'm not mistaken, it might have been so I grew up in Fort Wayne, so mm -hmm. the Coliseum's there. Mm -hmm. um, lots of like big acts go there. So mm -hmm. I think, if I'm not mistaken, my first show ever was like Brooks and Dunn, Brad Paisley, <gasps> like Rascal what? Flats. Like nice. I was maybe five or six. I mean, I would have loved to have seen Brooks and Dunn. That was like. For five-year-old me to hear Red Dirt Road, mm -hmm. A, was incredible because that's Red like, yeah, like it's a really big mm -hmm. song. <laughs> and then to see like, I didn't really fully understand who the other people were. So like Brad Paisley, Rascal Flatts. Right. I was like, they sound good. Yeah. Um, that was it. My first show that I got to choose was Simple Plan. Oh, you saw Simple Plan? Yeah. In we Good Charlotte. Tour. Yeah. Yeah. Like, super good. That was, I was eight. You chose Simple Planet Eight. Yeah, yeah. With Good Charlotte, mainly it was weird because of Good Charlotte. Mm -hmm. I chose that show. So you've seen Good Charlotte. Yeah, still a good Fucking choice. Jelly. <laughs> back, <laughs> back in the what was that album called with like Rich and the, with the Rich and the Famous? Oh, and Lifestyles no. of the Rich and the Famous. Yeah, was that the album or, name? Uh, no, no. Was that Chronicles of Life and Death? I think that was the album name. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love Good Charlotte. <laughs> Still love them. Mm -hmm. I would have much rather seen them when you did. When I saw them, it was like 2016. And oh, they had them yeah, yeah. relevant for mm -hmm. a long time. Gotcha. I, uh, you said Rascal Flats, and I'm going to be a little honest with the listener. I know more Rascal Flats songs than I care to admit. My mom was a big fan. Same. So I heard, heard a lot of Rascal Flats. So was Justin Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. I mean, like, I don't. I like I dabble in some country stuff, but when I listen yeah. to country, it's mostly because the singer has a very unique singing style yeah. that I can appreciate. And like the lead singer of Rascal Flatts has got a very, very unique, very voice. unique voice. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's good. Like it's great for mm -hmm. him. He works like he works well with those higher ranges. Yeah. So I mean, I liked Rascal Flatts. Yeah, not a bad, not a bad first show, I guess. Like, mm -mm. no way. <laughs> Yeah, like thinking back on that stuff, I'm like, wow, I was really like five and my parents just took me to a show. I was thinking that too. Like, ooh, what kind yeah. of parents, like what kind of childhood did you have? <laughs> it was fun. It was, yeah, it was pretty good. I didn't get into like 
the church music scene until I was like 13 or 14. But, mm-hmm. you know, Good old so. youth group. Yeah. Yes. We well, know you're not really here for Jesus. You want to hang out with your friends, but we're going to sneak it in there. Yep. <laughs> it's like in Family Guy where it's like, smoke. <laughs> no, no, yeah. not now, Jerry. <laughs> not now, Jerry. <laughs> that shit. No, I love that episode. So did um, your parents' exposure to country music lead you up to where you are now? Like, what is um, what are the phases that you went through? <laughs> so I feel like I was pretty fortunate. So nobody else in my family played, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my mom did some middle school band. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's about the extent of it, though. But they – so my grandparents always – kept around like vinyls or cds and stuff like that and they listened to a lot of like you know johnny cash um elvis elvis for yeah. short all grandparents <laughs> excuse me elvis. yeah uh yeah elvis johnny cash grateful dead that's actually how i got into the grateful dead grateful dead oh yeah man yeah so you like the grateful dead <laughs> absolutely how do you feel about My this man band. right there Mr. Johnny. Uh, Johnny Salami. Let's see. Johnny Salami. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. So actually because of him doing Dead & Co, mm-hmm. I before had never been a fan of him. Like, But oh, to his credit, I had never really gone through his discography yeah. until he joined the Dead because I was, you know, naive like, oh, this guy's just a soft contemporary rocker. Oh, that's the, your body's a wonderland. Yeah, yeah. What a yeah. fucking douche. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And actually, my mom had like CDs back when you had like CDs shipped to your house. It was like the Netflix for CDs like mm-hmm. in the analog era. Like I remember she had a couple of his early like Room for Squares and oh, stuff like that's that. That's a great record. Um, yeah, I think he's doing Jerry and the Dead some justice, though. There we go. I'm very impressed. <laughs> not that my opinion on him matters to him or Deadheads he at all. He doesn't need but us. Yeah, no, no. He doesn't need us. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so let's take it back to the beginning then, yeah. I guess. Um, when did you first start getting interested in making the music? Uh, you I said was... you mentioned you were in a band before. Yeah. Uh, I was three when I started playing drums. So I was like, there is somewhere a tape of me, like, I must have been two. And I think, like, NSYNC had just dropped a video or something. And I'm, like, running around the house because of this, like, yeah, it's like, dude, NSYNC. Okay, boy bands is another, like, section of my, like musical upbringing that we were all exposed to it we all liked it yeah. at one point yep. you know, i'm tired of hearing about emo night i want boy van night <laughs> yeah i've been saying this for years dude yeah let's get 90 98 degrees going and Nick hell yeah yeah <laughs> lfo um, but yeah we uh well i started playing at three because my grandparents got me like a little starter like drum set mm-hmm. so i'd like turn on the radio and just try to play to those. And it wasn't until I was like five or six that I kind of got a grasp on like what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then around that time, I like picked up some like, you know, plastic acoustic guitar and tried to figure that out. And yeah, so. Three years old with a drum set. I bet your parents loved that. Um, (laughs) So we kept it at my grandparents. (laughs) (laughs) My grandpa's deaf, so it kind of worked out. That's exactly why they did it. Yep. They were like, I can't hear anything, so we're just going to... That's what I'm going to do with my grandkids, because I'm already losing my hearing now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start that early, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be like, hey, here's all these instruments. instruments. Yep. read. (laughs) Yeah. I am... 
really impressed because, like, I mean, maybe my memory just isn't what it used to be, but I don't think I could do a goddamn thing when I was two, three, four, and probably even five. I probably was like, yeah, I, tur- I learned how to turn on the radio. You know, I learned how to <laughs> so like, I was so speaking in full sentences. One day, Chris just woke up. He's like, I'm Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't become, first memory. I didn't become he's cognizant like, until I was like seven. Yeah, he's like, I guess I'm here now. Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm I a being. Yeah. I am. Whoa. 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 Yeah, so I'd, yeah, I'd play to like, I remember specifically playing to like Green Day. Hell yeah, that's my favorite band. Um, yeah, dude. The, for them, for the longest time, like Trey for sure started Trey me. Cool. Yeah. yeah, like got me to like that's what I wanted to play on drums. Uh-huh. So that's who I was listening to. You, you know? know, he actually isn't the original drummer. There was one before him on the very first album. Yeah, yeah. I I remember like reading about that somewhere, yeah. and it kind of seems hard to grasp for yeah, me. Yeah, because like, <laughs> like, well, he just he decided to go to college, which you know. Damn, I bet he you fucking know, oh regrets that. Yeah. Jesus. Oh my God. It's just like Scott. Shout out to that guy. Yeah. Sorry about your luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. But He's, yeah, that was the second album on. It's been Trey. But. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah, so it must have been like around that time for sure that I was like, I know I want to do this. And you know, back then it's like, you want to be a rock star. So you're thinking of it kind of this grandiose, like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to make it and like party and da da da. And like, not that I really knew what partying was. I was going to say, these are your thoughts at five years old? Jesus, you're yeah, smart. Yeah, no, I was <laughs> <laughs> just like, I knew I wanted to like either entertain or like really just play. So like mm-hmm. just playing was like a way for me to kind of like, like stay busy, mm-hmm. keep my hands like going, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I mean like. Probably has something to do with ADD or ADHD that wasn't diagnosed, uh, but you know. <laughs> my uh, my teacher in second grade used to call my parents a lot. Yeah. Like, so uh, we got to get him a different pencil case because this motherfucker will not stop. Like all fucking day. My teachers hated me. I didn't get diagnosed until I was 25 with ADHD. Age nine. Second grade, baby. And they were like, yo, here's 50 milligrams a day. Eat that. What's a new pencil guy's going to do, though? Like, you're still going to be able to. Drum they wanted that. him to carry around a bag case. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, one of the the zip zip mm-hmm. ones. Still, still I could still peck on it, but it wouldn't yeah. be as loud. Right. <laughs> and it needs to be loud. <laughs> yeah. Also, oh yeah. That's that's the like the main part of playing at that age, like younger. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, who's gonna, who's gonna notice me now doing this really cool thing? I gotta make mm-hmm. it louder and distract the entire class. Yeah. Plus those plastic pencil cases, like. You could put, you could color them with a marker and then put glue on it and then wait for it to dry and you can make your own yes. little bookmarks. Do you ever do that? Yeah, absolutely. I know what you're talking you ever did about. That? Oh, so dude. it's got the little groove of where like the the name of the brand yep. the pencil case is and you take a regular marker and you color it with all kinds of colors. You take Elmer's glue, fill the recess, let it dry and you peel it off and you make a bookmark. Yep. No, I think I read too. I read through my books too fast <laughs> to even worry about bookmarks. Oh wow, look at me! Really <laughs> a millionaire who can read books oh, fast. <laughs> oh, a bookmark? Who needs that? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are gonna talk like talk me with me. your freaking glue methods. <laughs> These peasants and their their <laughs> their stupid their glue. Breaks. You only read one chapter at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of that method before, so I'm like, oh, I'm not I gonna be overdone. Weren't you like homeschooled kinda... though too? Yep. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's I was why like pencil know. cases. I didn't have though. <laughs> <laughs> we had a pencil drawer. Oh, we had to go to like the book fair and stuff to like get that stuff, dude. Like, do you guys have those? I'm it's sure the you did. Scholastic yeah, book the Scholastic fair, book dude. fair. Yep. I 
was one of those kids that loved this. I would get like the little like pamphlets or whatever, and I would circle all the yep. books that I wanted, and yeah. I would go every single year, and I never got to buy any books. Are you serious? Oh my god. Yeah. And it was really harsh. That's it's actually awful. kind of makes me want to cry because it was so sad. sad. <laughs> I'm gonna, when you do that, I'm going to add in sad like <laughs> add the violin mm, in there. which is funny because I, ironically I do play violin oh really okay. yeah so awesome. it's like we're gonna put a recording of me playing a vi- sad violin yes. solo to myself crying no, I'm gonna pull something from Spongebob oh <laughs> the yeah. Mr. Krabs yeah. and, <laughs> and they like zoom in and it's yeah. like a little it's funny yeah, I was at the library earlier today speaking of books okay you know what I saw? A book written by Randy Travis. Oh my God! Who wrinkled a Randy Travis poster? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to what you were saying. You played instruments because yeah. it kind of like satisfied the urges to move. Yeah. Because of ADD. So. Yeah, yeah. It's like for whatever reason, I was just I always like had to have something like you know to do or like pick up in my hands and like that kind of I don't want to say cured it, but it like focus that energy somewhere else mm-hmm. um and so yeah i just like kind of went down the rabbit hole of like self-teaching myself as far as i could mm-hmm. i got kind of lucky with like youtube and stuff or at least like the internet being around um so i could watch videos and see like okay what are they doing mm-hmm. okay they just did that so i'm gonna do the same thing mm-hmm. you know and um so for a long time, I did it that way. I just like by the time I was <clears throat> like 12 or 13, by the time we moved up here, um, I was already pretty much drumming a full kit and doing like stuff that when we were go- when I was going through like introductory like band classes in mm-hmm. middle school, mm-hmm. I was like, I already know this stuff. You know, like it taught me how to read music. Don't get right, me wrong. Right. I still learned that aspect. I'm super grateful for that. But yeah, it was like, oh, roles. Okay. Yeah, I got roles. You know, what do we do now? And um, so I, you know, I just didn't have any sort of like reference for like where I was as a musician at that mm-hmm. point until then. Um, and then that kind of brought me into like, like I said, learning how to read notes and trans, you know transferring that over to guitar and then going deeper on guitar and bass and you know vice versa so yeah um did band all the way through high school did um music in college did jazz band all through college and Mm -hmm. that was really the turning point like no nick do you have something you'd like to add (laughs) you said said jazz band do you hate jazz are you a jazz hater no i was just (laughs) I have this thing where I was trying not to do it. I was tr- I was drum major, and I always mention it. Every time someone brings up high school band or anything like that. Oh, man. He always does. Always. And I, just, I could just, like, feel crazy. He yeah. He's actually, he hasn't been doing it, but now when everyone, anyone mentions it, I've been conditioned to expect him to say to it. just turn and then and he wait. does it, and I'd be like, Nick, do you have anything you'd like to add? Which is funny because he does that to me in reference to like violins. I'm classically trained. Oh my god! And I try like I do the same thing where I'm like, keep this down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope hope he didn't notice. (laughs) Chris is gonna mock you if you say it. Oh no, mock away. I'm like. No, because hey. then I have to worry about the next time, which will be very oh, close. So yeah, the less sorry. I say it, there's I more distance enable. in between. That's yeah, but happening. even when you don't say, like, when you're not here and somebody brings up, like, oh, yeah, I was classically trained. I'm like, oh, oh no. darn, if only Lex were here to chime in that <laughs> she was also classically trained. <laughs> it's oh, man. not my fault. 
Hey. I'm a good friend. Hey. <laughs> we all need them. We all need somebody to remind us of our shortcomings. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best friend in that sense. Oh, man. Anyway. Back to you, middle school, you oh, were yeah. able to find out that you were a little bit better than everybody in regards to certain practi- practical techniques. Yeah, I mean... Practicing techniques. Yeah, I hate to say, like, better. Maybe more experience. You had more, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. home I wanna, time. I want to say, I want to sure. specifically say better and practicing because... A lot of people get their first instrument in sixth grade. Yeah, you were exactly. technically better at playing the instrument, yeah. but you all started like learning sight reading and stuff like yeah. that. And that's something that you yeah. weren't better at because you all were doing it together. Right. Yeah. I'd say like I was probably just more familiar with like, mm-hmm. you know, again, like you said, like a lot of people are getting their first instruments or mm-hmm. just learning like, hey, maybe percussion isn't for me. And, and that at that age, you know what I mean? And, you know, if, if you are or aren't, that's fine, too. I mean, at least you tried. Mm-hmm. I think like a lot of people's biggest and even my shortcoming, I still do this where I'm like, I could never learn saxophone, you know. And how would I know if I didn't try? And so when I finally tried, I was like, OK, like, I, you know, a little bit of a like self-confidence came from mm-hmm. it because I was like, OK, I can kind of get this, but I'm not mm-hmm. I'm nowhere near a savant. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> yeah, at that age, it was just like, okay, I've already been playing for, you know, eight years or at least been familiar with mm-hmm. how to play drums and guitar and stuff for like eight years at this point. So, you know, it was, it was really fun, <laughs> you know. I was um, super bummed at my like middle school band tryouts. So like, you know, you got to go around and, you know, test out what instruments you want to do. Yeah. The only one that I was able to do was the baritone. I oh, wanted man, to do I'm saxophone. Jealous. I want to do trump, trumpet, trump. He's seeping you into my life. My <laughs> He's seeping into my life. Um, but yeah, I just couldn't purse my lips small enough. I got these big, obnoxious lips that I couldn't get into the trumpet, or I couldn't like pinch them together enough for the mm. reeds. I was super bummed. I, I played a baritone, baritone was as big for as like I was two days uh, my senior year because I wanted to go. I wanted to go to school for music, and yeah. what I wanted to do is you need to be familiar in like some new percussion, like mm-hmm. auxiliary percussion, woodwind, and in a brass. Mm-hmm. And I just ended up hating the baritone, so I ended really? up learning trombone instead. Yeah, it's 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 mm-hmm. a I hated it too. It I was played around with, yeah, I played around with trombone, and like oh, coming from being like a string player and going that route, like Dude. I can ad- I can admire anybody who's willing to sit down and play anything like yeah woodwinds or whatever yeah know. there's no way i mean that always intimidated me mm-hmm. like brass and woodwind instruments i was like i'm just i'm just a dumb drummer man nope don't <laughs> even because like I, w- I thought about also going to school for like you know music music mm-hmm. and like really going into the music I wanted, major yeah, i wanted to go for music therapy oh yeah oh man that that's so awesome <laughs> but i didn't i didn't though oh. <laughs> but I didn't. it's I still didn't. awesome did you did you both consider going to the jacob school of music like i did i did not and no, i wanted to go because i played with the iu symphony but oh, okay. like i ended up getting like deployed and stuff so like obviously ruined school for me gotcha but i intended to go to school for music as well but for like performance mm-hmm. rather than music therapy but that I just didn't work out for me now considered berkeley and really? then I was like, I was like affordability, Fancy. dude, affordability wise and talent wise at that point, I was like, ah, no, I still suck. So. He's like, oh God. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hold on. I got to know things. Nah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Okay. So like 
self-taught, mm-hmm. you have the ability now that you have developed because like being like at an early age, you learn how to self-teach. Yeah, that in itself is a technique trying to apply that to other instruments when you get older because you're talking about being intimidated by other instruments yeah. but you were able to kind of overcome that there are musicians who don't have the ability to self-teach and you learn that at such a young age when you contemplate going to auditions yeah do you feel <laughs> overwhelmed by you know like kind of anxiety of not being you know what's the word i'm looking for technically savvy even if like you proficient. are exactly yeah. like you know um i think about so when I graduated high school yes Mm -hmm. very much so because I had been very like percussion focused um at that point I really hadn't done like a deep dive on theory in like string stuff I was just about to ask you about music theory because that's where it got me yeah at at that point it was like I did not see I think that I was very ignorant in high school with I don't need to learn that stuff. I just want to sing and play the rhythm parts. And like, mm-hmm. I don't need to be technically skilled to like get ahead and do what I want or, mm-hmm. or to, you know, kind of cut through like kind of the mundane stuff that's out there, mm-hmm. I guess, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. I just wanted to play like either punk rock or like, um, I don't even remember, like, like fall up. Okay. This is going to sound bad. Kind of stuff like what Fallout Boy does, mm-hmm. where it's kind does of like or did, pot, did no, and does okay, okay, a little cool. bit. Where it was like you know it's nothing like crazy or really like thought provoking musically until you get into the production side. But mm-hmm. like bef- pra- Patrick Stump drummer era or after Patrick Stump before he became the singer. Um, when he was a singer. When he was, so a was singer. Yeah, so. I just wanted to like play bar and power chords and mm-hmm. sing. Um, when I was like seventeen or eighteen and. So once I got to college and I realized that like, hey, I need to do something to not be lazy musically Mm -hmm. and, you know, went and auditioned for the jazz band before that, it was like, oh my God, okay, I need to like know scales and know like some sort of theory because like I've always known like notes and stuff, but as far as like, hey, play a Dorian scale. At that point, I was like, I don't know what that is. Fuck. Yeah. Well, you also relied so heavily on like self-teaching because Mm -hmm. self-teaching tunes, like listening and then be able to apply that. Yeah. So music theory being like, you know, sight reading and being very math based. Yeah. You know, like you had that other skills you could kind of like muddle through and still come out on a decently like high level yeah well and that's how i did majority of like high school music mm-hmm. was by ear mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you know i'd read it once and be like okay i'll just listen to it you know the the glory days of mp3s and them sending you like emails and stuff mm-hmm. i'm like okay i'll just listen to it and then you know so i was definitely a slacker um <laughs> in like high school band um but i've always been very like practice based at home mm-hmm. so it was like focused really heavily on drums through high school um again didn't think i needed to really do that much with guitar <laughs> mm-hmm. um other than you know be able to play through my demos and like get somebody that's better than me to play it <laughs> so um, here's what i'm thinking yeah like here play these power chords and do your thing i'm gonna make the nose of my mouth and i want <laughs> you to do that yeah yeah exactly because like as far as like pitch and stuff like that i could always like oh okay okay here we are you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. this is the key of the song 
and you know go from there but yeah i didn't do anything you know theory based or like you know technical until i got into like jazz band and matt moresi if you're listening uh thank you is my director in mm. uh college so mm-hmm. he really pushed me and was like just one day handed me a book he literally this man photocopied an entire book um of like jazz guitar things and just like gave it to me i was like okay <laughs> at least you appreciated that oh yeah like throwing that out or something yeah that's I'm like allowed to tell this but my, one of my uh college uh professors did that too she yeah was, she was like did you get a textbook i'm like no she was like well you kind of need one i was like do i though yeah just like Don't aren't drop you, any names aren't you just gonna like tell me what i need to need right. know for the test and she was yep. like I'll get you a book. And yeah, I was we'll like, okay. And then she fucking, next time I came there's fucking 300 pages of photocopied <laughs> textbook. I'm like, holy shit. I thought you were going to like, just give me an old one. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no, this will do. I'm no, like, I oh photocopied the whole thing. You go yeah. to every other teacher. So this is what she did for me. I was wondering if you guys can do it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying just to save some money. These books are expensive. Really hold it over there. You want to be a cool like, professor, right? I'm showing up to her class every day if you want yeah. me here. Yeah. Look, with the, this teacher went the extra mile. What are you going to do for me? Right. Oh man, yeah, the textbook thing. I'll be thinking her in my memoir. You? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna be in my eulogy. You yeah. might not. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna be written in my will. I got through like freshman psychology because of this right. woman. Yeah. Oh my god! Stop narrowing it down, Lex. <laughs> I'm, pretty- <laughs> I'm pretty sure I still have it. Oh you my should god! Still have you need it. to frame it and yeah. like hang. How do I frame three hundred pages? Carefully, carefully, carefully. <laughs> Laminate them on. I had like a book my teacher gave me. Everybody had to buy or rent the book. And for some reason, I didn't get it. Or there was something wrong with like my funding or whatever. Like it was delayed. And she gave me her book. She's like, yeah, but give it back to me at the end of the semester. Just like remember to try or something. Mm -hmm. Nope. I still got (laughs) that thing. And she was one of the scary professors, but she was wicked smart. Wicked, Wicked smart. smart. Oh my God. <laughs> Wicked smart. Bro, this professor was wicked smart. <laughs> no socks. Oh my gosh. Wicked smart. I hate that. <laughs> We're like, do you think the Bostonians do the accent when they're alone? Oh no. No? Do you Honestly, think? maybe. Maybe they're eating some wicked clam chowder. <laughs> I don't think they have a choice. No. No, I that's true. It's a curse. Is yeah. to be born in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> it's also not a personality trait for everybody out there that thinks it is. It's not. Wicked yeah. big stomp. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so I, I we're gonna get sidetracked a lot. Just oh, so yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I'm sorry if I'm derailing anything. It's all right. That's like, <laughs> welcome to Tune Junkies podcast. That's what we do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. So I started watching this. Sh- I didn't start. I finished a show called Wayne on Amazon Prime. Okay. Really good if you guys are into Bostonians and shenanigans. <laughs> but yeah, it's it the the main character one of the main characters name is Dell and she she talks like that all the time. She like this wicked gross. Like, <laughs> you know who's I also a Bostonian who we mentioned earlier <laughs> Ben Affleck. Ben oh man. my god. <laughs> <sighs> that man. Daredevil. Also yeah. Batman. <laughs> I'm the Daredevil. <laughs> Can you imagine how unintimidated you'd be? <laughs> you know, like, hey, hey, I'm Kingpin. Hey, guy. <laughs> hey, you. Hey, I, I can see totally. I promise. <laughs> I'm not a bat. I'm not a bat. Hey, Joker. <laughs> Wait, real quick. Okay, so again, sidetrack. Who's a better Kingpin? 
Vincent D'Onofrio uh, or uh, Michael Clark Duncan? That's a tough one. It is. I think Duncan. Yeah. I think Duncan. Duncan? He was my first. Duncan was the best part of that movie. Yeah, he was. But I also love Vincent D'Onofrio in there. I love him so much. Yeah, because that... Most of that movie sucked, but yeah. Michael Duncan yeah, Clark it was bad. Was <laughs> you don't have an opinion, do you? Duncan. Duncan. Okay. I have well, no idea who either of these people are. Because, like the <laughs> overall Daredevil, that Daredevil is so good. We yeah. should pick Duncan just because he's dead. Yes. Yes. Just out of respect. Well, this one's dedicated to your memory. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be so proud. Do you think he's just like, that's not my name, dude? Don't you put that evil on yeah. me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah. All right, what were we talking about? Uh, Batman. And oh, yes. Okay, <laughs> so Batman, Batman Beyond. I'm just kidding. Oh, dude. Okay, never mind. Fair part of my childhood. As was Batman mine. Beyond, man. I had those VHS yeah. all day. <laughs> I used to watch, what was it? CW25, they used to play Batman Beyond yeah. and Animaniacs and oh, Jackie man. Chan Adventures. Yes. Dude, Jackie Chan Adventures every morning before school. Yep. I used to watch it after school in Latchkey. Ah. Yeah, because I was a Latchkey kid. Nice. I don't know if that is. <laughs> Just means uh, my parents were too busy to pick me up after school. Uh, so I remember, I, I don't know school. what that means because I was homeschooled as a kid. So you have to we get, get it, Lex. You're better than us, okay? <laughs> no, I hate it. I'm better than you, but I have such great social skills. No, yeah, we're all aware. Yes. <laughs> I don't have great social skills. <laughs> And it has a lot to do with the fact that I was not pushed into like groups of kids my age. I didn't socialize with my peers. I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much how. I mean, even till now, like I, I love the friends that I do have, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, just most of my life, I've just been like, yeah, I'm just gonna stay home. Just don't really want to go do anything. I do you like want to? Yeah. All my things are here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so it's like, ah, oh, do you want to come over? I mean, I'll come over for a few hours. Do you want to spend the night? I do not. Nope. nope. <laughs> I do not. Nope. I have to I be... I got to play the drums. Yeah, very, yeah. <laughs> five years yeah. old. <laughs> be very intoxicated to stay at your house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, just, uh, yeah, just, I got Ooh, some things to do at home. Yeah. I miss my dog or like, you know, you know, that kind of, when I was like a teenager and stuff, be like, yeah, I just miss my dog, dude. So mm. I'm going to go home. <laughs> When I was in sixth grade, we had to introduce ourselves, you know, go around mm. the room and say like one thing about ourselves. I'll never forget. At home? It was... I was gonna say, did you just at your house? <laughs> I, I went to school. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I, I went know. to school. <laughs> Talk to my brother. Hey, mom. Yeah. Okay, so hi everybody. Hey, uh, my name's Lex. Lex. Um, <laughs> no, sixth grade English class. Okay, and like. It got around to me, and like I always remember it because I'm. I look back, I'm like, that's just that was so fucking stupid. I said like, my name's whatever, and then like, my best friend is my dog. There's no shame in that. What the fuck? I mean, that's that's, I. Okay, so like people are saying like I'm like in sports or some shit. So like nowadays, as an adult, that's fine. But hi, my name's Chris, and my best friend is my cat, and they'd be like, okay, I relate to that. But in sixth grade, you're like, my best friend's my dog, and they'd be like, this person is weird. We're going (laughs) to roast this person. Yeah. But again, like, I had just started getting, like, my parents didn't put me into school until, Mm. like, fifth grade. Okay. So, like, I still didn't really know how to socialize, and then in high school, when I finally, like, actually got, I had to go through the de-individualization process of getting away from your family union and, like, 
identifying with your peers. Yeah. Socializing for me was like, woof. Like, oh, like I didn't understand like barriers when it she came to language, if that oh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. You said, you said socializing people was wolf, and I said, she got that from her dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, Zing. I had, like, I went to, like, kindergarten and stuff, but, like, we moved around a lot. Yeah. So, like, I was bouncing from school to school to school and then homeschooled. Yeah. So, I had no clear center of gravity in regards to, like, a friend's circle. You didn't get any time to, like, establish a friend's circle. Yeah. No. So, yeah. Okay. Just gave everyone enough time to be like, oh, she's weird. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> deuces. And then yeah, see, exactly. hey, you really hey, was a weird girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> kindergarten they first they grade. still fucking do Gross. that now oh <laughs> who's that girl that just stands behind Chris at all the shows yeah. she's fucking weird she just stands there she yep. stands there <laughs> what is she doing <laughs> so I guess we should probably talk about City Sun huh? oh, yeah. I, we don't have to no I mean, we must <laughs> we must sure um, we can... so I think Earlier, I uh, was, I think I was paying attention. You said something along the lines of some of your early inspirations were Green Day. Yeah, yeah, as a, as a young kid, Green Day. Green Day and boy bands. Boy bands, yeah, uh, Grateful Dead. See, here's the thing with the Grateful Dead. I Grateful Dead is my favorite boy band. By the way. <laughs> they are indeed a boy band. They I are. was not thinking They just don't then. do any dances. Right, well, uh, yeah. Not Depends. choreographed Okay, dancing. there you go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I didn't. It took a long time for me to come back around to the Grateful Dead or like really understand what I was listening to at that yeah. time. Cause I think my aunt had like skeletons from the closet and you know, mm. my grandparents had a couple records and stuff. And as a kid, I was like, oh, this is cool. This is fun. But it was all the studio stuff. Yeah. And so I didn't understand until I was like maybe a teenager. I heard like Egypt 1978 mm -hmm. and it absolutely like ripped my brain in half <laughs> and like sounds painful a terrible medical yeah <laughs> it explains a lot <laughs> no, um but yeah so like that came back around later in life mm -hmm. um but yeah when i was like starting my first bands or like playing along to stuff um as we all do um it's like green day oh god what were some other cds that's I very clearly remember my parents had the Chronic 2001 in their oh, uh, their their Your Ford, parents sound cool, dude. As hell. In their Ford Taurus, <laughs> and I didn't understand like any uh, like I didn't I just didn't get it, you know, because I'm mm -hmm. younger. So I was like, well, oh, the Chronic 2001. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, Man, once I got crack? older, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I oh, wonder I if know. I ever asked any of those questions because I don't remember if I ever did or not. I, they're probably secretly forgetting that, like, or like secretly hoping that I forgot. Mm -hmm. I once asked my dad what sodomy was <laughs> with a room full of high school kids. Oh, my God. And he was like, go back into the office. Go to your room. <laughs> go to your room. That's exactly oh, what he did. Oh, man. He never told me. So one one of these days I'll figure it out. <laughs> Someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I just got to wait for the right person dad, to tell I'm still you. Waiting. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to message him tonight. Like, dad, yeah. you remember when you never told me what sodomy was? Can we have that conversation now? Tell me now or I'm going to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's a threat that kids are like, you're going to tell me where babies or come from Google or I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, you're good. Um, you were smoking weed with your dad yeah. in, the to in the Ford Taurus. The Ford Taurus. Dude, <laughs> that thing had All that some, some <laughs> decal on the top. This is like so weird that I associate all this stuff with like the CDs that were around. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like that. 
I'm trying to think. Green. I, I know they had Dookie for sure. Oh, they probably classic. tell you that they didn't, but they for sure did. Um, oh, are your parents liars? <laughs> okay, nah. when you say Dookie, it's like, like album by it's Green an Day. Album. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. like poop. poop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why would you tell us poop that? album? I don't know what the reference was. I was pretty sure there sure was a turd shit. in that Ford Taurus somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the Ford Taurus. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a lot, yeah, a lot of punk rock. Um, okay, a lot of mixture of genres that I didn't. Again, you know, I was just like, oh, this is all music. This mm-hmm. is what all music sounds like. And so, once I started making those like defining, like, oh, this is the Clash. This is. Oh, I love the Clash. Yeah, like where kind of punk rock was like originating. Mm-hmm. This is some classic Americana folk. This is these are jam bands. Mm-hmm. We'll get into those later. <laughs> um, this is, you know, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang got me to start producing. So, Wu-Tang like, yeah. Like, a lot of lot of just, like, really soaking a lot of that stuff in. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, I really only wanted to do, like, the Green Day type, like, punk stuff. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Fall Out Boy was coming out around that time. I was like, this is awesome. Blink-182. Mm-hmm. Just all, like, that's where my, like, preteen brain was going mm-hmm. was in that direction. And so... And these um, were the bands that kind of pushed you like, all right, I'm going to start making music in this direction. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, I think when I was 11 or 12, I got like some USB microphone. Mm-hmm. And I remember like thinking of it now, it's just so funny. I, I like used to dangle it like a foot above my like line six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, okay, record, run over and just play like whatever to mm-hmm. no metronome at all. And then I remember thinking that that's the coolest thing I've ever done. Like at the like at <laughs> that time, right? I was like, "This is I'm like a cut above like any major musician. They're not doing this, you know." <laughs> Grammy I mean? award, so, here I come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that was my first like uh, run in with like recording. Mm-hmm. Was um, I should probably mention that my elementary school had a computer lab, and instead of doing the typing exercises, I would oh, pull I up GarageBand on like. Oh, the wow. like old yeah. Mac like mm-hmm. garage band and just like place loops in there so I was in like fourth grade I remember like discovering that and uh, that was another part of my life that I was like I can just record music you I don't know? even think the Macs that I had when I was in school had garage band I remember those stupid typing things though. oh yeah Oh, yeah. those things in that you had class. to put over the keys so you couldn't see <laughs> what letters they were. Oh, my God. And it made them really hard to type. I am not a great typer. I became a good typer, but I was just telling him, like, I, w- I got a C in that class. <laughs> I think it's like a C minus. I sucked at it. I was so C distracted degrees, by everything. Baby. But she would make us put, like, a towel over our hand oh, and no. stuff. Oh, God. But, like, now when I type, like, I can – I. Um, when I was at school, I would type everything that a professor would literally say mm-hmm. and like add notes as I'm typing. Like I'm really fast at yeah. it. But back then, hell no. That I was your use. that was your motivator. Was that mm-hmm. C? That C put, that pushed you to. Yeah, and then like, I just got faster and faster because I'm like I don't like just taking what they write like in a PowerPoint. Yeah. And putting hey, check it on this a out. What can I do now? <laughs> C, huh? <laughs> well, it's just like you Why like see these nuts. <laughs> 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 Stupid. <laughs> Starts writing code just 
I'm about to fuck up your whole computer, <laughs> right. teach. Well, then, like, but don't actually just hit a bunch of keys. Don't type anything. <laughs> just make okay. it sound like you're, like, going really, then really act fast. Like you drop the bike and just walk away. That's they what look I at used the computer. to do and... me and my buddies who weren't good at typing. We'd be like, bro, let's see how many words per minute we can do. Yeah. And, just be like, <laughs> and then, like, like, whoa, 260 words per minute, bro. And <laughs> Some like, of them are words. Accuracy, zero. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's pretty fast. <laughs> you had a typing class in fourth grade? Yeah. I didn't have that till like seventh. What fucking year is right? this? Dude, it was, I don't remember what year it was. How old are you? I'm 25. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, we're all older than you. Yeah. I'm 25. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you have a typing course in fourth grade? I See? think so. Damn it, what kind of school did I go to? <laughs> you went to homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. Oh my God. <laughs> I forgot where I was in fourth grade. <laughs> in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, if you've ever wondered why I'm always in a bad mood, it's because I hang out with Lex all the time, and this is what it's like. <laughs> this is what it sounds like when Lex thinks something's really, really funny. <laughs> and it's not anyone else's joke, it's her own. <laughs> it's her own joke. It, the only jokes that make her laugh like this are her own. Oh my god. No, it's just yeah, the hit that. We'll be right back. Music from Eric Andre. Yes, I'm gonna do that. Later, do that. we'll be right back, and then I'll come back. We just keep but most of the laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's fucking Nick. Like you were homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a fucking computer. <laughs> Anyway, I didn't, I didn't say you didn't have a computer. No, I, was, <laughs> I just I thought you were at homeschool. She does that a lot, you know. Like this isn't the first time she'd be like, "Oh yeah, I was homeschooled." And like, "Oh yeah, when I went to Penn, like I thought you were homeschooled." Yeah. <laughs> That's what, like the whole time. Stop getting talk- homeschooled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was a bad student. They're like, you know, like, get, get her out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Send her with all those pets. How do you skip homeschool? Huh? Like, if you skipped classes, like how would you skip classes? Would you just not? You, Go uh, to the living room, or you poison your parents so they don't. <laughs> show oh, just, I to... slept in. Okay, isn't that really? Shit, the I missed the bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember like being like. I'm digging of... all these homeschool kid burns we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, I just remember like looking outside and like watching like kids get off the bus, and I'd be like, I want that. <laughs> just flicking them off. Like... <laughs> Fucking losers. <laughs> Passing notes. Like, yo, our teacher really sucks, huh? <laughs> so your brother, like, I'm telling. Yes. <laughs> dog, absolutely. Like... I remember doing shit like that. Like, you give them, like, a really passive threat. Like, I'm going to tell mom you did this because you did something to them. Oh. And then yeah. we'd run up to the stairs, like, tell mom. And she'd be like, you're, f- you're supposed to be doing your fucking homework. Like, yeah. your mom didn't even, like, watch it. No wonder you had to go to public school. <laughs> I remember, like, and the thing is, like, we, like, I remember, like, because your parents get, like, a textbook to educate you, and then you get your workbooks and shit. Oh, okay. We would read straight from the textbook, so, like. Well, I bet that was hella boring. Like, at, like, second grade, I'm learning what, interog- like, interrogative meant, I, for some reason, like. Okay. 
But like at second grade, you're not really putting together what interrogative means. No. Um, no. In second grade, I was learning about the wonderful world of Harry Potter because that's when that fucking book yeah. came out was when I was in second grade. Oh, my yeah. God. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Our huh. teacher, Mrs. Levitt, read that book to oh, us. Oh, boy. Joseph Gordon Levitt's mother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just like it. I Joseph Gordon love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, City Sun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Enough about homeschool. <laughs> yeah, stop bringing it up, Nick. I'm not the one who forgot where they went in fourth grade. <laughs> Ooh, I haven't laughed that hard in a while. Oh, God. I was, I was really genuinely happy for you. You look like you did it. <laughs> I probably look like a raccoon now. I think my eyeliner's oh, like smeared all over my face you, now. You were fixing it as you were laughing, so it's pretty good. Yeah, I was crying pretty hard, yeah. though. I like lost feeling in my legs there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. I've never had that happen. <laughs> really? Not when I'm laughing, no. No, that's I'm not never, a thing. No. <laughs> that's not a thing. When does it happen, <laughs> Mr. City Sun? You know, if I have them crossed for too long. Oh, okay. I sit on the couch crossed. Like angry? No. Well, yeah, that too. When my if legs just, are fucking crossed. If I'm just pouting in the living room. Like, <laughs> like a Buddha on the <laughs> yeah, yeah. chair. <laughs> my wife comes uh. home and just automatically walks past me. No. You're sitting there like a gargoyle, just like, I'm crossed. Corked stuff like Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> in the top corner of the like living room, just... City Sun. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. When did City Sun originate? Uh, twenty maybe late twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Um, good year. It was a good year. Yeah. Take it back. It was a terrible year. Oh no. Twenty fourteen unleashed Nick Dameron to society into the world. Likewise, though, that's when I graduated. So both of us, in a way, were into the world for a second time since birth. Um. Yeah. No. Act two. <laughs> yeah. Act two. Like how you had to like reference birth. Yeah. So you guys just know to make I was sure. born. Just so you know I do exist. Wasn't was not CRISPRed out here. Um. You were were, were what? Was not. Do you know the CRISPR like the the genetic mutation? Oh. Like, okay, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. C R I S P R. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Lex, were you home born? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, stupider than the last thing I said. Yeah. Well, I was, never mind. <laughs> I just need you to know you said stupider. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, late 2014, we had just. Oh man, I might be getting these times mixed up. Late 2014, Nate and I were already like playing together, mm -hmm. like up at school and stuff. Um, we actually both came down here because the band that I was still in, so it was called The Awesome Possums. Okay. Yes. Uh, That's good. Yeah, That's it was good. It was all right. We fought for a while to like change the name, but again, now like to looking what? back, we I can't remember. Oh, okay. Was but it Awesome Possum or Awesome the Opossum? Pigeons. Awesome That's what possums. I would call it. Awesome Possums. So, so not the animal. Yes. It was. It was weird. I didn't like. <clears throat> I kind of joined that band late and these guys are still like some of my best friends. Mm -hmm. So like we still talk about it. We're like, wait, why wasn't it awesome? Oh, possum. Cause or it like, doesn't, it's not as it's, it yeah, doesn't roll off the tongue. It didn't roll in that. Well, and we started the, with the name is just kind of like a placeholder. Cause we play yeah. like Thursday down at, um, the East race mm -hmm. for, Oh God, I can't even remember the park name or pavilion name, but we used to play down there, you know, and just go down there and do covers, maybe one original, um, but we had an EP release party 
in South Bend at Merriman's. To go off of him, I don't, it, I still don't understand why he let us play at his like jazz bar. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think we paid him like a little bit, and he just let <laughs> us like host this release show, and it was all like high school, like or well freshly graduated mm-hmm. like punk bands yeah mm-hmm. and it was just way too loud uh not a lot of like hearing protection the exact opposite involved. of what he wants in a jazz bar <laughs> yeah it was so weird and so, but we did that and then when we went back up to school i think like a few months later it was just like all the other guys like i just felt really bad because i, w- I was the singer and um like i w- i didn't have a car when I was up there, so mm-hmm. I couldn't come back down to, on the weekends and jam and mm-hmm. da da da, and like we're all kind of having like creative differences, differences you know. Um, so we were like, okay, we're gonna call it so that we don't end up hating each other by the yeah. time this thing is done. Well, let's let's pull the plug before it gets ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I think part of that was me. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So I think part of that was me being like. I want to take it in like more of a business direction mm-hmm. and da da da. And now I'm like cringing at my like younger self. Mm-hmm. And, what the fuck? Why would you I'm do Trying to be too adult. Yeah, yeah. And like now I'm the complete opposite where I'm like, well, I just want to play live shows, man. I'm just going to do it because I want to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, <clears throat> we all go through those like growth spurts mm-hmm. where, you know, suddenly you're out in the world on your own and you're like, well, I want to, I'm this adult now. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, man, I still got insurance. I don't even know how that works. Like, oh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Nate and I just started City Sun, and we, like, I had a couple tunes, like, loaded up. And uh, he's a great drummer, still is a great drummer. I mean, like, we kind of just really clicked and started. We had a studio on campus mm-hmm. that I ended up managing for a little while. Nice. Um, and... So we kind of had access to just go in there and like flesh out ideas and right. like mm-hmm. and or record some things. And we had by the time that that summer came, we had like a batch of songs. So I, you know, we went away. I finished up the demos and stuff at home. <coughs> and then we met over the summer and tracked drums in Kalamazoo for that. Uh, that project's called Five. It's on Bandcamp, which small plug, that's going to be remixed and re like put out into streaming now Mm. since since the last few months have gone by um but yeah we did that and then became a three-piece for a short while um while we went back to school like our junior and senior stuff played a bunch of like bars and fraternity parties and uh one or two formals maybe Mm -hmm. where they wouldn't stop shouting free bird so we played free bird (laughs) And then they, and then they were it. and then they were pissed. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> and then they were mad. That sorry, that like just stuck out and <laughs> No, that's funny though. Like <laughs> the moment to be you... the dude like free bird and then they do it like Okay. Oh, yeah. I was I was joking. Yeah. I don't actually like this song. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like a side note for that show, we got there to load in and everybody was already wasted. Like everybody at the formal was like, oh, already wow. that's just uh... It's a rough crowd to jump into. Oh, man. Everybody's already drunk. People were stealing our mics. One in five oh. was, yeah. Like off the stage <laughs> as I'm singing, people taking my mic off my stand. Yeah, it was, that was fun. I do miss those shows sometimes. Like, sounds pretty punk, but it was fun. Also sounds pretty aggravating. It was. Mm-hmm. It's, well, drunk. Well, like if your friend True. comes up and shares the mic with you, I feel like that would be fun, but just like a yeah. random drunk person grabbing the mic. And not the so wireless much. mics. 
No. Then they can just leave with them. Yeah, they're they're not even like hooked in. Go to the bathroom, like, bro, these people fucking run around. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we were three piece oh, for a little God. bit, and then uh, we all once we all left again. You know, mm-hmm. um, the other guy that was playing bass for us, his name's Patrick Cunningham. He does his own stuff uh, by the name of Fantastic. By the way, nice, oh, nice. Okay, he's an absolutely wonderful songwriter and singer, and like just all around musician. So I have to plug him there. But um, so yeah, once we all moved away, it was like I was doing stuff with Live Nation, and they were in their parts, their neck of the woods mm-hmm. in Michigan, and that's when I was an indie. Um, and so we kind of just like had a phone call one day. I was like, well, I don't think I'm coming back up to school. So like, what do you guys want to do? And they're mm-hmm. like, well, you started it and you've like been writing majority of the stuff. So mm-hmm. you should, you know, Take just it. keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we kind of all came to that conclusion of like, OK, if we're all in the same place, we're going to have to do something, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so now it's uh, myself on the recording side and then live. I have three of my other really good friends that actually <clears throat> played in the older band with me. Oh, nice. Because um, once that band ended, we all started our own like projects. Mm. And once we all moved back here, we were like, why are we going to find X amount of other people to play each other's songs? We've been playing together for 10 years, and mm-hmm. we should just learn each other's songs. That way it's the same four dudes. Well, it's kind of like the Holmes Gospel Choir. He records yeah. it by himself. And then for live performances, brings his friends. Well, which he he does now, yeah. For oh, okay. some reason, I couldn't get out of my head. I was like, "City Sun is basically like Captain Planet. <laughs> you need a bunch of people to come yes. together to make it, or like a Megazord, or a Megazord." Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, now, yeah, especially now, like before, we could get away with a three piece, mm-hmm. and now it's like if it's not a four piece live, it's like hard. <laughs> yeah. If we're doing like plugging in electric, like instruments and stuff like that. I was going to ask how you did that with just being you. Um, well, if it is me, I like, I've been wanting to do this recently, even before like COVID and stuff Mm -hmm. where like, I've gotten pretty decent at like live triggering. Um, so like setting up, you know, song structure, ABC, Mm -hmm. and then like being able to like press play and then like trigger certain song sections and like Mm -hmm. do stuff that way. Mm. Um, because I produce as well, so it's like I already have all my stuff in my home studio. I right. can just produce the song, reproduce it in, in a way, mm-hmm. and you know, you're like a way. Swiss Army knife. You just keep pulling out <laughs> cool things. Just when you think you're done, there's another cool thing. About you. <laughs> it's yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's a good way to spend time. <laughs> yeah, it's a way to stand shape. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you definitely being like a producer, like a mix engineer, you'll definitely forget to eat. So, you know, it keeps me. It keeps you keeps nice and slim yeah, as you yeah. starve yeah. yourself. Yeah. 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 Always go a size small. It makes me look slim. <laughs> <laughs> Try to wear dark neutral colors. Yep. But yeah. So, uh, yeah. Live, I prefer to have all the dudes with me because they're, I mean, they're, they're a blast to play with. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just, I don't like playing alone. I don't mind doing it if it's like an acoustic thing. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't you know, again, the reason I haven't gone out and done like, you know, the the triggering like solo sessions mm-hmm. is cuz it's not the same, you know, like like who am I going to make a face at on stage yeah, myself? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know. So. When something fucks up, who am I going to look at to blame? No one right but here. me. Yeah. <laughs> well, even then like playing with groups is like there's an energy there that you don't mm-hmm. get playing mm-hmm. by yourself cuz I actually 
like I used to do some solo stuff, mm-hmm. but solo stuff is not as invigorating as working with groups of people. Absolutely no. not. No. So. Well, yeah, even uh, on that subject too, like um, when we were like rehearsing a lot, since when, once I moved back, we were rehearsing these songs a lot. Jim, who plays bass in City Sun Live, um, his bass lines are just like amazing. Like he takes the, no pun intended, the bass stuff and yeah. like, like yeah. makes it like that much better. And I'm just like, dude, yes, okay, do that. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. screw my bass line. Like, play whatever you want. Yeah, because you do your thing. You know, my bass line sounds like farts. Sound <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just because like, and that's kind of how I write the stuff and bring it to them now. Where I'm like, okay, well, what do you think here? Mm-hmm. And you know, they'll kind of add. So they're all gonna get writing credits on this upcoming stuff because, oh, cool. like, again, Jim's bass lines stand out as far as like he knows where a particular groove is going to fit best, mm-hmm. you know, or something that just like I wasn't thinking of because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, different I'm, perspective. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm focused on like writing the lyrics because that's more intimidating to me than like writing a bass or guitar mm-hmm. part. So lyrics like, are pretty scary. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yes. So, and, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, you can go. Oh, I was just going to say like, yeah, writing like lyrics and stuff, you get so like honed in and you don't want to say the wrong thing or like, right. mm-hmm. how does, how is this going to come across if I say it like this? Right. You know, so. I feel like it's yeah. easier to write lyrics separately from writing the music and the hard part is getting them to mesh Absolutely. where they like people who just like pick up an interest in instrument wow <laughs> and they just talk or then they sing and then it all just comes out i'm like i know yeah. I, I have to separate the two that's definitely i've gotten a little bit more acquainted with doing it that way recently mm-hmm. um but yeah, beforehand, it was like, I'm writing the music first, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like nowhere near so, like like these poet level of like songwriters who like, yeah. I just sit there and fill a notebook before I even touch my guitar. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I can't do that. <laughs> Still I've, can't do that. I've always been the type to write first, but then mm-hmm. I can also like acknowledge the fact that some of the best music I've ever written came from just jamming yeah them playing something and then i'm just like regret i'm just throwing up feelings or thoughts and then yes. it just it just kind of fits and you're like wait, wait, wait okay do that thing again and i'm mm. gonna spin it i'm gonna put a different word right here yeah so i do enjoy the improv yeah the improv thing yeah, yeah. i you feel like the some best, good stuff that comes out of that absolutely the best feelings i feel like come from improv sessions yeah. for yes. sure yeah i agree i mean that's how now most of the time now I'll just set, you know, if I have a chord progression that I'm like, okay, I like this. How can I make this better or go mm-hmm. somewhere with it? <clears throat> I'll throw it on a loop and just like, you know, before I know it, in some cases an hour will go by and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, what, what did I get out of this? <laughs> yeah. What did I get yeah. out of this that I really like? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't. And like, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> Save it and throw it in the yeah. idea file. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Good information for the file. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <Sorry>. I, <laughs> I've always had problems with, like, writing lyrics, and then, like, in your head, you have, like, a melody. I'm not, I don't play any instruments, so all oh, okay. I do is vocals. So, like, I have this idea of what it's going to sound like and how I would sing it. Yeah. But then to try and get what's in here out to a guitar player who has no idea what's yeah. playing in my head. They're like, um, so like this? And then they 
everyone always tries and is like, no, that's not it. But because yeah. I don't know how to be like, no, you got to play the A or whatever. I'm yeah. like, no, can you go higher? Or mm-hmm. th- So it's always – it's I always prefer the improv thing because when I just write by myself, I can never translate it out. Gotcha. And that, I mean – that's something to be celebrated too because it's not everybody can do that exactly. you know what not I mean? everybody like, can do improv work yeah yeah like i i can't do lyrics on the spot really like yeah i alone i like to be like yeah i got this yeah. you know what i mean yeah. but then, <laughs> then when it's like sometimes i walk away from a jam session or like pre-covid i'd walk away from a jam session and be like okay you know the the times where i really felt like i wasn't pulling my weight yeah are the time or like the times that by the next jam session, like I'm like really honed in on like that's what I'm gonna do well mm-hmm. during this session. You, know you don't want to I mean? feel that level of insecurity mm-hmm. about it. Oh yeah, you know because it really it in, it influences your self esteem greatly as a musician. Yeah, I used to be really bad about that too. Whereas <laughs> like I'd just be I'd walk away from stuff that like <clears throat> you know maybe I had a bad night or a bad show. Yeah, and I'd be like I'm the worst guitar player there mm-hmm. is. Like you know especially like being around all the jazz dudes i was yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, it starting out i was like i am there i shouldn't even be doing this like i like <laughs> i am in the wrong profession right i'm like yeah. why did i even get this spot as the guitarist <laughs> yeah, yeah. here yeah yeah <laughs> and like Bam. now um i'm actually since covid has like been a thing mm-hmm. um right before that i had started a um grateful dead cover band with a couple friends nice and um like we're all pretty safe so now we'll get together like once a week mm-hmm. and you know do our thing but now if i have a bad night i'm like whatever man like you know kyle had a great night and that's yeah. something to celebrate you know yeah. what i mean yeah. and maybe it just wasn't my night somebody to, like, came to play that's all that matters yeah yeah exactly so now it's it's a lot easier it doesn't sit in my mind as harsh as it used to so mm-hmm. it's, it's heavily yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. something i want to touch on yeah uh last year you came you released uh Reflection, right? Yeah, yep. The five song EP. Yes. So available everywhere. I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> what? I, I, I assumed that and said it's available everywhere. Yeah, that's yeah. So it's on Apple and Spotify. Oh, and it's on those. Deezer and Google what? Play. So and every band. <laughs> do you use DistroKid? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So every every band uses DistroKid, Mm -hmm. and they all say Deezer, but I don't know what the fuck Deezer is. I I don't know what it is. I I was literally just thinking that. I was like, I don't know what that is. It's one of those things where I almost want to get it to see if I'm actually on there. If they're bullshitting me, (laughs) it's a fake website just to add like, oh Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll put you on all these. It's it's probably like (laughs) a hub for just like everybody's cookies. You know what oh, I mean? So all these no. musicians' oh. shit just goes there, and they're See, like, <laughs> "I'm so fat." I thought you meant actual cookies, and I was that like, would be nice. No, I imagine chocolate chips for this. <laughs> but I knew you were talking Everybody's about everybody's cookies. Hell yeah! And I was like, like I "Oh, let like cachet." I'm stuff. still not yeah. totally convinced he wasn't talking. About <laughs> it could be either or. Everybody's cookies go yeah. there. <laughs> It's like, where was that last Oreo? Oh, Deezer. It's on Deezer. 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 Dingleberg. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> but, yeah, Reflection, Reflection was uh, was 
so I might be shooting myself in the foot by saying this, but good thing you have two. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I saw a girl do that, and she did it on purpose. Oh my god! And she did it with the rifle. So the you, army fucking sucks. You gotta get out, bro. Yep. She did it because she thought if, she, and this was a real thing. Like she did it to get out of being in country. But they made no, her dude. stay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If it was obviously purposeful, it'd be like, oh, you want to leave? Too bad. Yeah, you gotta live here. Well, I feel like if I see if if they see like that intent they're like your punishment's just gonna be staying here yeah so well she got um she got a bunch of like um like the she had the book thrown at her oh my god because she did it with intent she i think Mm -hmm. she was with a new company because i was in kabul afghanistan right yeah so she had been on been there for maybe a three weeks at that point we were running a night mission they were going to tag along with us she shot herself in the foot on purpose because she wanted to get sent home or sent to Germany, whereas where a lot of people would go for like medical issues because you couldn't stay yeah. in country if you were hurt. Oh they only sent her to Bagram, which was 60 <sighs> miles out in the country, which consistently got hit oh, all the time. No. And they made her stay. That's 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 that takes something. Though, yeah. You know? so, uh, yeah. Some idiocy. Yeah. For sure. Oh, no, it's, it's it th- also takes balls to balls shoot like yourself. To just commit. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I want out of here. Wow. Oh, my. Some people do that. Oh. So, yes. I get scared down um, with the diving board. You're not going to shoot yourself in the foot. But anyway, continue. Oh, you can uh. So Reflection, I ended up writing it. So I spent about a year trying to write a full-length album. Mm -hmm. And in like a span of two weeks, I had Reflection done. Like from scratch, like unintentionally. I Just had hit a wave of creativity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like I just, I took it as some sort of sign. I was like, well, I obviously was meant to get these songs done Mm -hmm. somehow. So I'm just going to plug away on making them like good and finished and polished and then that's what we'll release instead of this 12 song album that I've been sitting on for a year and am feeling you know low about um mm-hmm. but yeah so that's that's where reflection like nice. came from and did a release party and then flew to New York the next day <laughs> oh damn you did a party and then you went to New York yeah why didn't you do the party in New York well see I wanted to do the release party at the well or like release show at the well. Um, we love like the well. Oh man, I I miss it. I know. Not that I'm sorry. I'm not like to the listener. Not ins- <laughs> not insinuating that it's not going to be back. But obviously, you know, you conditions miss doing right now. Shows there. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. The environment for sure. Yeah. Pat. Me too. Me too, man. Me they're too. they're great. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've they've been super kind to like City Sun and like I mean, just our group of friends in mm-hmm. general because you know they know that we're a part of four different bands and somehow they find a way to work us all in like all the time mm-hmm. so yeah super grateful for them so we did the release show there with um a couple of my friends that i think we, i had their my friends uh hip-hop and rap group like uh, i think they opened it or no sorry they went second my friend from school steve ryan mm-hmm. who is an incredible i mean this dude can write songs like nobody else i've ever heard like he just churns out these like super like lovely like folk like songs and he's just a great musician mm. like in general love some folk? he's oh, dude i'll i don't know i can't remember what name he goes under right now um but he just does some like 
I don't know, just incredible work. So he opened it, you know, had a little, you know, acoustic doing the, the mm-hmm. opening, had my friend's rap group open or go next, had From the Fort, um, kind of like punk rock based, mm-hmm. I think either, I think they're based in South Bend. Um, I think I know that name. But uh, Timothy Gunderson, do you know him? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Trying to think. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, they mm-hmm. they played right before us, and then we played, and yeah, it was. I was happy to see people. I didn't think anybody was going to show up, mm-hmm. <laughs> but people showed up. So that's was, always the fear, dude. I'm like, bro, hey, I told uh, all my friends I got a show this weekend, and yeah. then the day of, you're like, dude, none of them are gonna come. Yep. no one's gonna come. Oh it's man, be a bunch of strangers. I'm still scarred from playing a house show where we were we were like either last or second to last, mm-hmm. and there were two people there. Oh. Uh, you know, it, it, it was so that was like before that show, and I was like, Oh my god, this like, is gonna okay. happen again, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No. So, but yeah, after that, we've just been we spent that time playing stuff from Reflection and Five and like other try to work in like one or two different covers every mm-hmm. set. Um, and then we had a pretty good run lined up for this year, like most of March was pretty booked, most of April was pretty booked. It mm-hmm. was like okay time to put out some new music and then just like you know yeah, yeah. yeah i hate to action. see it i've been, you do. Uh, <laughs> been hearing rumors that there's gonna be another shutdown oh yeah i believe it michigan i think today just like did another like yeah. order for like restaurants and bars mm-hmm. and stuff like yep, that michigan so. fucking shut down yeah because i've been uh in the snake chat everybody's mm. factories are talking about mm-hmm. shutting down um, well, i'm hoping that, that mine's i'm hoping like we get, i work at a liquor store and when uh when it's shut down. We don't close. We just do like curbside. Yeah. So I just set up a table and then I don't have to worry about <laughs> anybody going in the store. And right. I can just write down everything that I need mm-hmm. to restock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I mean, I like the idea of us shutting down again. I know that doesn't really go or work well for others. And I'm not talking about liking it just because my opinion on it as a, like um, a pandemic. Yeah. More so, I like how... Uh, it turned into like a renaissance era for everybody like there was so much creativity that blossomed from the first you know from the first time we went through quarantine that's Mm -hmm. what i'm talking about by like if we're going to do it i'm not really going to complain because it's exciting to see all of the development that musicians and artists go through yeah that's cool and all but then there's (laughs) it's a double-edged sword because even though it can inspire new musicians to create new music it also yes. destroys venues, so now yeah. those musicians <laughs> have nowhere to play. Yeah, and that's what I'm worried about. Is that like we almost lost a lot of venues, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some we did lose some. Not necessarily yeah. we as in five seven four, but like all across the country, like big name places. Yeah, fucking closed their doors. Chicago which, got hit hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. And Chicago's. that's the unfortunate side of yeah. this industry. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. So where I'm kind of. I'm kind of in the middle with it where it's like I want for the health and safety aspect. Yeah. Like I'm like, dude, absolutely. absolutely. And like I'm an introvert with like say I'm like I'm an introvert with like extroverted tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I I like staying home. And like this is again, you know, as far as creativity is concerned, like I've pretty much scrapped everything I thought I was going to release this year and yeah. have a new batch of stuff that I'm like, I'm glad I got this time to mm-hmm. like really sit and be patient and mm-hmm. know that I like these things long term. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead um, of just almost kind of jumping the gun. Cause like, Oh, I like this. Yeah. And, but eh, let me 
Let me sit on it for a second. Yeah. Let me actually come back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also not having timelines. Yeah. Yes. Having to meet timelines yep. for projects. And that's been the, I have yet to do a streamed show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just never, I don't know, for some, a lot of people were doing it, you know, mm-hmm. and still are doing it. And so for some reason at the beginning, I was like, I, I don't know that I am a part of this necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like I want to, but I don't know if anybody would like. Is you know just self doubt. I was like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if anybody will tune in, and mm-hmm. I want it to sound really good. And t- to do that, I have to probably get another board strictly for like there's special equipment <clears throat> that makes it cameras, sound real nice. Yep, yeah, cameras and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, well, maybe if I did it acoustic or something like that, mm-hmm. it, it might not be as like terrible mm-hmm. as I think it will. But um, yeah, that is like. Yeah, I don't know. I just never, never did it. <laughs> I might still do it. So miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Devin. Yeah, you know Michael Scott said that. Scott said that. Yeah, Michael. Oh, so no, it's actually Michael Scott. Yeah, Michael yeah, Scott. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like quotes the guy too, and then Michael Scott. Yeah, yeah. He quotes Wayne, Wayne Gretzky, Gretzky quoting him. Yeah. Michael Scott. It's like in the beginning of the Lego Batman movie where the Michael Jackson quote goes, "No, I said that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. dude, it has been such a pleasure having you on today. Yeah, thank you guys. Seriously, it's been awesome to just talk about yeah, everything. Just nice. like you guys are great. Is there so any cool. one thing that you'd like to talk about that didn't come up organically? Because um, we all, sounds like you do too, suffer from ADHD yes. and yes. we get sidetracked. Um, it's the thing I'm going to start saying now. And I do you like think, that. I mean... Definitely support your friends, listen to their music, and like mm-hmm. their pages. <laughs> like, yeah, especially um, in a time of no shows, which is probably yeah. about to, they're buy all their about their merch. To get yeah, buy their buy merch. Buy your friends' fucking merch. Check out, check yeah. out their pages on Bandcamp Fridays exactly. because then they get Friday. all yes. the money. Yes. Bandcamp um, doesn't take a cut. Yeah, yeah, on Fridays, that's mm-hmm. right. I um, love that they started doing that during quarantine, and yes. I I hope it stays. I do too. I guess I guess that would be a good time for me to say like hit us up on Bandcamp if you want. There you go. If not, you know we're on streaming. The thing with Bandcamp is that it does have our older project on it. Um, mm-hmm. However, I think I think I might have mentioned it. I'm re mixing everything, mm-hmm. going back through um, and getting that out on streaming platforms, and then I'm doing an acoustic slash reworked um, arrangement of like a group of songs that mm-hmm. are already out there nice. so some of them will probably be like acoustic some with just piano some mm-hmm. with like um who knows probably maybe a didgeridoo a didgeridoo wow. uh a harp maybe i don't know uh expensive though. a hurdy-gurdy a hurdy-gurdy, a hurdy-gurdy. Mm-hmm. Um, i fucking love those things if anybody needs uh, recording or mixing or anything, come find me or Andy Peck at the Lounge Recordings. There um, we, go. we do. His name sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't know. He's related to it. Josh Peck. Whose last name was Peck? That I know. Um, <laughs> he's local. I think he's been local for a while. But mm-hmm. yeah, I've started. Um, I, I guess I'm like an apprentice engineer there now, um, doing like mixing, the tracking sessions and stuff. <laughs> Stuff, no, to, enough, dude. <laughs> just stuff to keep my hands going, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Social media wise, where can we find you and follow you? Oh yeah. Um, so social media, my personal page is just Devin underscore Vargo. Uh, not a ton of stuff happening on there. Really. I just post about, um, if I post, <laughs> I post about like, I'll either be playing guitar or my wife or my dog or 
Um, yeah, with City Sun, you can find it at City Sun Band mm-hmm. on reactivated Twitter over quarantine. Ooh. Um, desperate times call oh, for dude. desperate measures. <laughs> oh, dude. That was a two-year absence of Twitter for both personal and band use that I just said, nah, we're not doing it. I used to enjoy Twitter because yeah. it never slept, never and slept. when I'd get up at four for work, I was a first person to know when some shit happened because yep. Twitter, as soon as something happens, it's everybody puts it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. But so Twitter yeah. is dying. It, it unfo- I mean, fortunately and, and and unfortunately. Yeah. But it had its uses. Yeah, it did. But I'm. Eh. It actually okay. So I have a Twitter, but um, I only have my Twitter for research purposes, okay. not for social purposes. Yeah. Or the sake of like entertainment, social purposes, like obviously socialize with other scientists mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. But you said it's dying. But yeah. people are like in the research world and stuff are using it as a forum to like connect mm. and to get other opportunities to further their research. Okay. That's exactly what I mean. The cool kids all left now. It's just the nerds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nerds make money. Oh man, nerds Sometimes. made Twitter. True, <laughs> maybe you can, you can find us on our Facebook and Instagram yeah. page, Toon Junkies Podcast. Our Twitter is Toon Junkies Pod. My personal Instagram is Pulp.Niction, and my Twitter is Make Damn Sure. Also, we have parlor now i'm just kidding <laughs> what? oh my god it's that right wing it's like basically all QAnon users yeah to over it's to like parlor what you, you haven't heard of it no parlor yeah it's like twitter for fascists uh, <laughs> i was thinking like a fascist parlor. twitter that's their slogan now good job twitter for fascist what time do we got like how long it's 8 23 no no the Oh, uh, he's at one. We're at one twenty-four. Oh, good, good, good. It's, it went uh, by really fast. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, oh, the yeah, I did not feel like Hey, Chris, how do we get a hold of you? <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Uh, I'd like to reach me. You can leave me alone. And uh, that goes the same for Lex. We don't want to talk to you. Oh my god, <laughs> I love talking. So. <laughs> he also loves sharing pictures of Spider-Man. Oh my god, Tobey Maguire. Hold on, Tobey Maguire. Uh, or Andrew my, Garfield. He's been playing he's the new Miles favorite. Morales Toby, game. Toby, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I'm going to be honest with you, I unfollowed you today because okay. I'm sick of seeing <laughs> fucking pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> well, I, I put the last of the ones I'm going to do on Facebook. They're all on Twitter now. Oh See, God. all I saw was, <laughs> all right, this is the last one. And then there was one comment, and it was from you, and it said, for now. <laughs> <laughs> Unfollow. No, <laughs> I'm over this. You follow me back right now. <laughs> oh <my God>. Chris! <laughs> Come back! Get me pictures of Spider-Man! Oh my god. The editor guy? Bro, okay, so now we're going to talk about Spider-Man for a second. Okay. We gotta. I want a real life what J. Jonah Jameson, whatever the fuck his name is, I want the podcast that was on the game. I want that in real life. Because oh, I loved hearing it's him. Just Alex Jones. It's just Alex Jones. But <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I loved hearing it. I hated like accidentally starting a mission before the, his rant was over. No. I'm like, fuck, yeah. now I'm not going to hear the rest of it. You got to wait like another hour for yeah. it to cycle back through. Yeah, uh, well, in this really one, fun. now there's like a rival podcast that's all about Spider-Man. And like, oh. they just talk about, she just challenged him to a debate. And he said, I'm just going to talk more and I'm going to win. Oh, my God. So I'm, oh my God. Hoping, like, I'm hoping that they actually show that in the game. Sometimes all you have to do is just be louder than your J. opponent. Jonah Jameson. We've seen yeah. that. Yeah. That's yeah, sometimes that's all it takes that to win. For a long ass time. Mm-hmm. So what have you been listening to personally Ooh. lately? Okay. This is part of the show where everyone pulls yeah, yeah, out yeah. their streaming services. Okay. What's been yeah. going to get my deezer out. I was going to say, I'm going to pull up, pull yeah. up Parler and see what, what I've been listening to. Let's oh, see. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Let's see. The first one that came up was the latest Heim record for me. Heim. Yeah. Heim. Let's see. Eleven percent Jewish. I am. Lachaim. I've never heard of that name. Oh man, they're they're so good. So it's three sisters, mm-hmm. and they're just they're absolute badasses. Like they're just so incredible. Like they're lyrics to just compositions are just like unmatched right now. Otherworldly. Yeah, they're, I mean, sorry, I'm probably say that a lot about a lot of things. I've mentioned like a couple people that I'm like, they're just the best. (laughs) You're allowed to like what you like. I am that way with that man right there. With Johnny? Mm -hmm. Oh man. My, so we went and saw did I already mention this? We went and saw John Mayer on his like search for everything tour. You did not mention that at Where all. Where did you go? Okay. Did you uh, go to Chicago? Ruoff. Oh, um, or I what was to... it called back then? Klipsch was yeah. when I was down there with Live Nation. I went um, to Chicago and saw him. Okay. For the search for everything tour. Yep. So it was, I had just ended my like season at Live Nation mm-hmm. and I got like, they're like, pick a show. And I didn't pick a show my entire time I was there. So I was just like, yeah, you know, I don't, I see the shows every night. I don't really feel like going to a show on my off day yeah so when i left i was like hey like my then girlfriend who's now like my wife now mm-hmm. she's like a huge john Mayer fan and you know what it's been great having you i'd like to bring your wife on the show oh now yeah so we can fawn we over just, john Mayer. Just cool her up. she'll be real concerned like did you get in a wreck no they just want to talk about no, john Chris Mayer wants to talk about john Mayer. <laughs> he's been trying to find as um, many john Mayer avid fans as him there are co- many to come I'm the here. only one left see it's I still see. I listen to him a lot more now, though. Like I still, yeah, he's a great. I love the trio stuff for blues. Yes, trio is amazing. uh, What were we listening to the other day? I want to say it was Room for Squares. I got the CD, so I was like, Room for Squares is solid. Great, yeah. Mm -hmm. And like now, I can't stop playing like Neon. (gasps) Neon. I mean, if I could play guitar neon yeah. is definitely it's just it doesn't get old no so it's like especially with that like hand motion mm-hmm. it's like okay i'm just anytime i pick it up now it's like for some reason anytime i grab an acoustic guitar it's like that's the first thing that like happens mm-hmm. like, i feel like it'd be a good like exercise to like <laughs> warm up the hand that's the warm-up yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so it's just like Okay, I gotta find another warm-up song. <laughs> like, but you don't though, John Mayer is. You're fine. right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, was uh when you saw him at Cliff? Was that your first? It was your first time, I assume, ever seeing him, or did you see him first with Dead and Co? With actually, so Dead and Co skipped um, indie that year, oh. so I had not. But I was watching all the live streams. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. and so I was like, as soon as he said he was doing his world tour, I was like. We gotta check this shit out. Mm-hmm. You're goddamn <laughs> like, right, you do. Yeah, at least I do because I was like kind of a noob and I was like, I don't really know what he's about other than like you know, I think still feel like your man was out and really yeah. big at the time. So I was like, I know that and dove into that album. Oh, so you're saying you saw him before the album was even released? Because he because he 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 broke uh, Search for Everything up into like four EPs. Yeah, like waves or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I saw him right after it got released because oh, okay. I think Indie was the last show on the mm-hmm. tour. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, that kind of put me into his discography and battle mm-hmm. battle studies is my battle studies favorite is great. album. I really his, like yeah. uh, his cover of Crossroads. Yes, Assassin's really great. Yeah. Oh, Assassin is the snare on Assassin in the <sighs> beginning is incredible. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Heart of Life is on. Yeah. Bro. Yep. That song. Right that gets me right in the feels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up? Anyways, we're not here. Yeah, talk. sorry. I this, totally like. This is a John Mayer podcast now. But <laughs> this podcast this... was a podcast. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> may or may not. That's the new podcast Ooh. name. May or may not. Ooh, I like that. May or <laughs> Can I have that? If you, Yeah, go for it. Do you want money for it? I mean, is like. That your gift to me. That's, the mayor of gift. Townsville podcast. Yes. I ran out of merch. Mayor, I was trying may- to see if I had merch to bring <gasps> yeah. for you guys. And I, like, unfortunately, the last shirt I'm down to is one that, like, I shamelessly wear. So I'm sure you don't want, <laughs> well, like, you my not dirty. Us your shirt. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> that would be a little bit too pretentious to give you guys my shirt that is probably, like, got, like, you know, like Pit workout stains. stains and, 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 yeah. Hey, it's all right. Because yeah. then, you know. We'll have your essence in the studio. It's not just yeah. a shirt it's out of a box. It could be the next bonfire starter. There we go. Burn a Deanne toward album here. <laughs> That's right. Bro, I still have one of those records in my trunk. Oh, my God. Oh, Where shit. It yeah, because remember we tried to burn them and yeah. it didn't it didn't work? The di- oh. You tried to burn Diane Ward. Oh, we succeeded on yeah, that one. We, yeah, we melted one, but then we had to, <laughs> I think the guest showed up, so we stopped. Yeah. And I just threw the record in my trunk, and now it's, it's still there. Oh, my God. We need to go like someone who's like good at like guns and just like throw in the air. Oh, skeet oh. shooting! Like, yeah, mm, that would be fun. Someone who's good at guns. I, I know. Like, <laughs> that just kind of like echoed in my head, and I was like, mm. I did skeet shooting in Boy Scouts with a twelve gauge shotgun. And I tell you what, my little twelve year old body did not like that shotgun. It left a huge bruise on my oh, shoulder. No. Me, uh, powerful guns. Three hundred three came out with a new song on Friday. So I've been Word. listening okay. to them again. It's Damn, does that mean 303 is going to come back? 303's back, baby. God damn it. Like, I don't no. mind the band is back. Uh, I'm dude, more upset uh, that now uh, a, this is going to happen oh, all God. the time. Now. <laughs> Yo, what for dinner? <laughs> three, no three. Yeah. Oh, no. hell no. I don't suppose <laughs> uh, Frank Turner put out some uh. new stuff. Uh I was listening to songs about Jane, which I yeah. often okay. go back to. Very solid record. The weekend, who's mm-hmm. yes. I'm so happy he's giving the halftime show this Super yeah. I'm super excited too. He's I love. Kill it, I think I love looking at all the comments on like the news articles that are posting on oh, the weekend, who? and everyone's who? like, "Oh no, I'm officially old. I don't know who this is." I'm like, "How do you? Oh, well, what he's do like you number two artist on Spotify?" What when Travis mm-hmm. Scott was it last year? The year before that, Travis Scott and Maroon Five were like the halftime show. Oh, oh yeah, last year. Last year was Shakira and J Lo. That was like two years. That was two years ago. No, Shakira was last year, and then Maroon 5 was the year before. Yeah, no, yeah, because I was sure? in Nashville when Travis like fell off the stage or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing there's a sea of people underneath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just rewatched that whole, like, the whole J-Lo, uh, Shakira Super Bowl uh, show, like, I think, like, last weekend. I watched it over again. I was like, yeah, this is amazing. Fantastic. I'll tell you what. Shakira hasn't aged a day. She looks amazing. She's J-Lo still a fox. She's like fine wine. Yeah, dude. J-Lo still looks good. It was my first crush was J-Lo. Yeah. She's like- yeah. Mick Jagger like, aged like milk. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when I was a kid, I was like, I had, like, had crushes on like 20-year-olds and or like even like- guys that were in bands that were like in their teens still mm-hmm. like 19 20 whatever yeah but now i have crushes on like older women and j-lo has made the cut she Bro, is amazing i'm that way bad. with uh gillian anderson from x-files oh, dude, she's, she's a fox mm. man i did i thought she was cute in like the x-files but now like i i don't want to say aged because that sounds bad let me um mature 
matured Gillian Anderson. <laughs> she looks yes. She's agree. a smoke show, bro. I would smoke love to show. sit and talk aliens with her. But she's good at guns. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I would love to sit and talk aliens at her because <laughs> I'm sure she would not be interested. <laughs> Hail J Lo. Hail J Lo. Hail Hail Satan. I mean, what? What are we doing? <laughs> Uh, I think believe you're up. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Uh, didn't J Lo kind of catch some like weird conspiracy flack because of her outfit? There was like a pentagram or something. There's something, something on every it. year about that kind yeah. of stuff. There's always a Deep shape state. somewhere. Deep state. <laughs> I'm sure they can talk shape. about in parlor. <laughs> <laughs> J Lo's in the Illuminati. <laughs> Um, so I've been listening to that Gregory Allen piece Damn that it. you introduced to me. Was that what your thing Stole was going to be? Thunder. Gregory Allen Isaacoff? That's all right. Yeah. You, you yeah. can say it and I'm just going to You'll have to show me that song stuff. sometime. No. You have to listen to it. <laughs> Great stuff. You'll have to listen, show me what song to listen to. Song. <laughs> Songa. Songa. What are we... What are we doing? I'm trying know. to get her to tell me it's called a piece. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. She did it last. Because I was like, hey, I heard this Beethoven song. And she oh, like, yeah. No, you didn't. You heard a Beethoven piece. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, this is technically a song. Oh, dang it. You said piece. So. Well, it's, well um, when, when something's a little bit more on like the instrumental side, I'll either go back and forth between song and piece. piece but if it's yeah. fully instrumental, I'll say piece. Yeah. And then not that it's a song. But um, if I go, I'm going. Going, that's the song. If you're wanting to look it up at one point. Okay, so does that mean like a Skrillex song with no words is a piece? <laughs> Based yeah. on what you do? <laughs> yeah, I would call that a piece. I don't like that. It's a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. There you go. Well, because it doesn't have any like it's it has no um, lyrics. So you, we yeah. just don't want to lean like, but a piece. It almost there's like um, do we like a level intentionally of... leave Skrillex. Yeah, Beethoven. I don't like <laughs> saying that Skrillex <laughs> writes pieces. It's Skrillex. kind of like saying Corey Feldman still acts. It's kind of like yeah, like does he? Does he? Does he? <laughs> it's like a te- there's like a technicality issue yeah. there because like it doesn't have lyrics, but it doesn't have the bravado that you would expect from an instrumental piece. Yeah. So sorry to interrupt you, but that's about that. fine. You don't care. Ah. I don't know. Anyway, um, I was. Oh, that's right. Ponies like food, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. Um, I was listening to Pentatonics because if I ever want to brush up on harmonizing, I feel like they're a great music group to listen to because yeah. you're not just focused solely on main singer singing the melody. You're hearing four different people playing harmony parts my go-to is bad is bad by huey lewis in the news <laughs> <laughs> yes doo-wop baby um this name is called bump of chicken that what? is the name of the band what'd you just call bump nick of chicken bump of chicken okay. bump of chicken yep like, okay like a <laughs> like a bump of yeah, chicken like bump up. of chicken i know I what i'm doing this weekend they did no, you're the- not. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I've been like going through like animes and stuff, and like Netflix has like a bunch of like one season net like okay. Netflix mm-hmm. shows and stuff, yeah. and I'll finish like an entire anime one season in a night, mm-hmm. and I just been going through them, and one of them had a really good intro song, 
and I just finished it. It was the one that I told you about. Grand Blue. Yep. Grand yeah. Blue mm-hmm. Fantasy. The animation on okay. Netflix is what it's called. Know. You can tell she just watched it. <laughs> I just finished it like right before I came here. And the theme song was played by Bump of Chicken. Bump of Chicken. Okay. I love and hate that. <laughs> I, I was that just trying can... to imagine oh, wait, just like snorting up a chunk of chicken. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> just... I, like Chipotle or something. Oh, no. I've snorted oh, some weird worse things Chipotle. in my <laughs> chicken, <is not laughs> chicken was never one of them. I did snore garlic bread one time. <laughs> I tell you what, that made me throw up immediately. Oh my <laughs> did it really? Yes. That'll do it. Yeah, it was like old... Um, school garlic oh, bread. It was like, like Bosco sticks? It, no, no, it was like... Oh, okay. <laughs> Bosco sticks. It was like that, toasted bread, but like they're... I don't know what they did to it. Maybe it was just like stale bread, but it was to the point where you could like file it down to like <gasps> a fucking weapon. Powder? Like a shiv. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. And so I snorted that dust and it oh. made me throw up. Oh. Yep. I was really into Steve-O when I was in That's, high school, oh, okay. so I okay. snorted a lot of weird things. You, see, Steve-O t- turned around. He he's, did, he's and I'm very, I'm very right happy now. for him. He's killing the game right he, now. He, he, he should, he should, of probably all, be he dead. Should, yeah, like. he should absolutely be dead. <laughs> that whole duster face should have killed him. I just remember watching uh, Jackass for the first time, and it like I never really got, I never really got into like the obnoxious humor, but I'll never forget the the snake penis scene in the beginning of like yeah. the second one. Where he sticks it like a little sock on his, oh, head, yeah. his <laughs> penis, and then he puts it inside the cage for the snake. Chris Pontius. Chris Pontius. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll never forget it. Oh my goodness! I always loved how they would torture Bam yeah. and just like throw snakes. At, or when they oh, chase him into him the trailer in the... and he oh, fell dude. into the snake pit and he's just like crying. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm dude. not even that. I'm like, I mean, I'm not that afraid of snakes, but that would be traumatizing. Yes, it would. Absolutely. It wasn't it like it a would. king cobra. Or something? That was yeah. a different one. That... Like, yeah, it was like. Yeah. You were it could have killed him. <laughs> hey, they had, they they had the one... Manny there. Yeah, they were fine. True. Well, that's the king true. cobra was devenomized. Yeah. Oh, it. was it? Yeah. Still, I don't want to get bit by any snake. No, no, no. no but at least that's like, you know, I mean, yeah. it still sucks. They still took precautions. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to die, but it's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, I've also been, sorry, you mentioned chicken and I thought of goose. So the band Goose. Goose? Is also really really good i've been listening to them a lot lately oh. it's <laughs> like kind of a modern jam band there i don't know how old they are they look somewhere between like 20 and 35 mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows very hard who knows year to pin down yeah, yeah. 20 to 35 especially yeah. kids nowadays oh well, yeah not yeah somebody thought i was like drugs. 18 the other day i was like thanks but no yeah like, thanks i'll I take s- it i still have people tell me that at work they're like how old are you and i'm like i'm almost 28 and they're like i thought you were like 21 mm-hmm. yeah i'm like i don't really take that as a compliment i guess but it's fine sure. yeah like whatever i mean it earnestly yeah i mean it's it's fine it's like annoying now but like yeah. in 20 years when they're like oh what do you like 25 like <laughs> Actually, thirty-four. But thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna do the, Sir, gonna do the I'm hairbrush gonna just, too. Like, I do that now. They'd be like, "What do you like? Are you sure you can buy? It? You look like you're twenty. Like, I'm actually almost thirty. But thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, officer. Officer. Thank you. <laughs> Do I have to get that ticket now yeah. since you're wanting to ask me out? <laughs> um, what have you been listening to, Chris? I feel like 
I'm I'm mad that you said that because I feel like we've been on a streak where nobody says anything. I'm like, hey, Chris, what have you been listening to? Ah, thanks for asking. But <laughs> whatever. Maybe next time. We're switching it up today. So I've been listening to a lot of like 90s stuff. So like Vertical Horizon oh. and Fastball. Um, fastball. Still on an Aerosmith kick. Yeah. Um, I finished, I don't know if I said it on here. Or if this was something I was talking about to somebody else. Other did podcasts? I, did I bring up having watched Wayne today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Listen, I, I didn't sleep last night, okay? So I'm very tired. You also uh, told me the same thing yesterday when <laughs> I was at your house keeping you from sleeping. What did I do? You talked about Wayne. Oh, yeah. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, but I've been also listening to Marcus King. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, still on uh, checking out Reign of Kendo per recommendation of Ben Rosette, who was that on the show. That sounds like yeah. a like a Star Wars fan fiction book. Yeah, Reign like of an Kendo. Anime. Like Reign <laughs> would, of Kendo. I would watch Reign of Kendo. Um, and Me then too. I've got a couple. Um, I've been starting to delve into the world of folk. Okay. Like. I've dabbled before, and I've never hated it, but I've never, like, looked into the genre. And I found a couple songs that I'm, like, pretty into right now. Mm -hmm. One of which is a song called Fourth of July by Wild Pink. Another is called Changes by Langhorn Slim and The Law. I don't know if that's one name, Mm -hmm. but that's what Spotify says. And then also, I've been really in my feels with a song called... If I go, I'm going by Gregory Allen Isakov. So can I can I throw you a suggestion? You absolutely can, because I know nothing, dude. Nathaniel, You've had your turn. I'm just <laughs> Nathaniel Ratliff's self-titled like latest album. Nathaniel is, Ratliff. Yeah. I know that name. Yeah, he did. He had a still has a band, Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Mm. Ooh, um, that is the first thing. Amazing with. like group. Mm-hmm. Um, they really have kind of like a really classic like. I don't know what you would call it, like classic rock and roll, like. But I'm I'm talking like '50s kind of like ticket ticket like mm-hmm. type of rock and roll. Um, and you're you're talking about the and it's still all right album. Yes. Okay. That was one I intentionally like. I streamed it, not understanding like what I was about to hear, mm-hmm. and it was just like, I don't know, something else. About, it's it's pretty simple. It's it's very stripped back, very folky. Um, it came but out like, on Valentine's Day, dude, oh, and it's ironic because it's a divorce record. Oh, hell so coming yeah. out on Valentine's oh, Day, Petty, I love it, dude. And some of the songs on there, I'm just like, what the, like what? One of them's <laughs> called "Kissing Our Friends." This is yeah, yeah. I mean, like the entire album, I'm just like, this is heavy. <laughs> but Do you like heavy I shit? like I like big sad songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it when and still still had to buy the CD. I was like, yeah, I gotta get this. I still buy CDs, but yeah, I do occasionally. Yeah. I don't buy I CDs. Buy I buy records. Yeah. <laughs> records, I buy and, yeah, records, records too. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Once I found that Gregory Allen song, I was like, okay, what record is this from, and where can I fucking buy it? Yep. Mm-hmm. It is so cool to me now that we're still. They'll actually they'll issue out new hip hop records. Mm-hmm. So like you can find like the new Two Chains album on vinyl now. Yep. Absolutely. I was I literally it. just listening to that with Julie it's so at good. Ignition <laughs> fucking three days ago. It's so good. Or like when they did Damn on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Yep. I got to get that one. They oh. repressed uh, some Bone Thugs and Harmony yep. thing for Record Store Day this year. Yeah. That thing was selling for like 50 bucks. 
My goal is to get like the mm-hmm album by Reliant K. My goal is to oh, blow yeah. up and then act like I don't know nobody. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so my main goal is to blow up and then act like I don't know nobody. <laughs> she doesn't know who that is. Oh, oh no, Riff, Riff Raff. Raff. Oh my god, we'll show you the vine sometime. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I bought um when I was at Ignition the other day. I bought Massive Attack. Okay. And Black Star. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Billy. No, um, the gang, uh, not the gang, the the hip hop duet with uh, Talib and uh, David Bowie. Like, did he have an album called Black Star? Dark yeah, Star? yeah, yeah. They released like two days before he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was his little, the last one. But it's Talib Quilly yeah. and um, Most Def. Oh, oh, cool. oh yeah, I believe, definitely. I believe that's it. Hold on. Oh, I'm thinking of a podcast. Sorry, I for some reason Lupe and Royce like popped into my head so lupe fiasco and royce to five nine have a podcast now which are two people who like i don't know that they should have a podcast <laughs> listen like, you're sitting in one with people who shouldn't have a podcast but it's here just we like, are they're so like they i mean i love it because it's just two friends like mm-hmm. like roasting each other most yeah. of the time so but yeah it's just that. like they're both <laughs> <laughs> Nick, look at you! Like, yeah, I hear that. Oh my god! But they're both just like so top tier that I'm like, you guys don't even have to do this, but you're just doing it. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's how I feel about Tom Segura and Brett, Burt Cry- yeah. Burnt Crystals having Burnt their Crystals. own their own show because I'm like, all we all we do is make fun of Burnt, yeah, and how he can't say words. Like instead of saying drown, he says drowned. Yep. <laughs> yep. Or n- instead of nightmare, he says nightmare. Oh my god! This is just how he says words. Oh, Bert. Don't like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just heard that. Wish I didn't hear that. But I just just heard that. Oh, Lex is not a fan of that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, thank you again so much for coming by. Yeah, my pleasure. Yes. Thank you guys seriously yeah. for having me out. I mean, this has been fun. It's been a lot of fun. So we try to do here. It's yeah, be back too. Yeah, if you ever, uh, yeah, want to have me back on, I'd love to do that. Most definitely, you were fun. Well, if, uh, <laughs> if quarantine happens like I think it is, we'll yeah. probably stop doing. We'll, we'll go back during the first quarantine, during uh, mm-hmm. chapter one of quarantine, we right. just did a bunch of ones with us. Ah, uh, okay. Watched Mortal Kombat one time, and there we just. You go. I mean, I talk shit about it because that movie is fucking stupid. It's, it's bad. No, it's pretty he bad. loves it. He oh. hates it. And she I had never seen it. Oh, okay. Now she, she loves didn't have it. An now she <laughs> loves it. Now I fucking don't want to watch the second one. Which oh. neither does he. No, I don't. I, I told you guys I was never gonna force you because I hate that one too. Yeah. Mm. Oh my god. They're just bad. They're yeah. I'm I'm with you. I'm. They're bad movies. But I'm so excited for like the new one. I don't yeah. think it's gonna be good. I mean, whether. Casting like race appropriate for the characters and stuff like that, and like real martial artists and stuff. I mean, that's yeah. cool and all, but I'm more worried about dialogue. Well, hey, remember when our parents died? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Aren't you forgetting something? Oh, yeah. I'm here to save the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I just, it's being directed by the guy who did Saw and shit. Um, and R, so I, Sam Raimi? Just no. kidding. That's not Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi did the Spider Man trilogy. <laughs> And the yeah. Evil Dead trilogy. Evil Dead, that's what yeah. I'm thinking of. I mean, if they can get Donnie Yen on there, I would totally watch it. Donnie Yen? <laughs> it Man's just about to show up and clean but house. He is, <laughs> but he is Donnie Yen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> himself. himself. <laughs> I mean, he totally should, though. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. I'm a I huge Donnie, Donnie Yen. Yen fan. <laughs> I also want Ong Bak. I want another Ong Bak movie. That dude is wild. <laughs> Am I the only one who ever watched those movies? 
stinks. This dude maybe, ran maybe. across standing people, dude. Just like, dot, 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 you dot. were so hyped when you dude, said that. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen. He fucking jumps up and just ba 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 ba, and then elbows people right in the fucking oh, dome. Oh my god, this dude is wild. I gotta check those out. They're really crazy. Unbuck. They're really okay. good. This has been a Tin Junkies podcast. <laughs> my name's Nick. My name is Chris. And I'm Lex. Officer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not perfect. I know I won't ever be. But I'm getting better. I need you to trust me. A long way to go is how it always seemed. Paint a new picture fresh color scheme maybe i'm not meant to be here but trying isn't paralyzed by fear if it's out among the stars i'm searching just to find That's how it sounds.